Cordell, this week, uh, I... How do I put this? Are you okay? Cordell, I... This week, I, I met my own personal hell. It was miserable. Um, Cordell, this week, in between moving to new apartments, the good old desk broke. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the top came... It's fine. And the only place I knew that I could go get a desk on short notice was Ikea. Okay. Cordell, that store is a little version of not good places for me. Uh, it's it's confusing. I can't just go in and get what I want. I have to go through their pre-constructed path that shows me a million ways that I can put my 500-square-foot apartment together, even though I don't have that. And, and I don't want to pay $135 for a stool that I have to build myself. And 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 then I so I got the desk. We're recording on the new desk. This is the IKEA. You can't see it because of how cameras are. But Cordell, none of the none of the wood pieces were labeled, and it all looks the same. It's all wood stained brown, and it was very confusing. IKEA, IKEA, pay for your sins. This is a very weird energy you've chosen to start the episode with. I don't know how else to start it. Oh, well, let's just start the music then. Hello everyone, and welcome to Just Super, where we analyze, criticize, and otherwise size up superhero fiction. No story is off limits, and no medium is safe. I'm Cordell, the guy who's bringing some normal energy to this. And I am Caleb, the man reborn. Oh, he's Um, back. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. back. I'm normal. The other thing that happened this week, and I hate to just bulldoze in and uh, take over the conversations... But that is what we're doing this week. That is the energy I'm bringing. Cordell, I have experienced a new high in my life, and that is going to a chiropractor. I'm surprised you hadn't gone to one before. I hadn't, and my back was starting to really, really, really hurt, and it was like super tight and not wanting to move, and bending over was hard and all that junk. Cordell, I went in there, and this big man popped my back several different ways, and I walked out of there feeling like a new person. Yep. Yep, that is the beauty of chiropractic care. They they will snap, crackle, pop you like a Rice Krispie, and then you will feel like brand new. It was very good. He This he week's episode that, is yeah. brought to you by the Chiropractic Care Network. I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't think it is, but we're, we're not sponsored by them if it is a real thing. Um, hey, you know what else? Snap, crackles, and pops, Cordell... Rice Krispies? Bones. And our character this week, he's got some bones. 
Many do. I did not come up with a very strong... <laughs> I did not come up with a strong segue ahead of time. I don't... I don't know how we're going to get through this with the mental state you seem to be in. Yeah. Okay, well, <sighs> everybody, we brought Hawkman, character best known for having bones. Caleb, tell us his real-world origin. Well, you know, he appeared with another character that has bones, uh, because he appeared uh, first appeared in Flash Comics issue number one, which is wild. Like, I'm sure Flash came before that, because I think we've discussed that before. But it came out January... 1940 and it's created by gardner fox and dennis neville well is flash comics it is actually yeah that was just about the flash huh that's interesting Mm because like the cover i'm looking at like their first issue back in the day it had like five different characters i was this like a series of short stories or were these all just characters in his first issue these are all just characters in his first issue. Wow. Just comics were wild, wild back in the day. They're still wild comics now. Comics like... are still wild, yeah. So he appeared in the Flash comics. Yeah, and that was his first appearance. That was his real world origin. Is it my turn now? What? Yeah, it's your turn. Cause you got this... cause you have the We are oh my we are floundering here. <laughs> we gotta we gotta write this train. Don't worry. It's it's going to pick up. It's it's going to pick up, I promise. It's going to pick up because I have nearly 2 pages of information to deliver for the next 2 what? sections. Yes. So <laughs> Buckle up everybody. I don't know if you realize this, but Hawkman has a lot going on. I'm going to give you for the character's origin, I'm going to give you the original origin. And then I'm going to hit you with the New 52 origin that has been revealed through his, like, solo series and stuff recently. And, Caleb, I think I think you're going to like it. You think I'm going to like something that has to do with the New 52? Yes. And I had the same reaction before, but the actual reason I wanted to do Hawkman is because I think he is one of the characters that benefited from the clean slate New 52 brought. And I think if we're going to continue talking about it, we need to acknowledge the good it's done too. And I think he's a character that has been done good. All right. All right. I'll I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. So here we go. The original Hawkman was an ancient Egyptian prince named Khufu. One day, Khufu found an alien spacecraft from the planet Thanagar which was powered by a strange and mysterious element called the Nth Metal. What? Yeah, that has that has the 40s written all over it, doesn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Khufu was killed by a knife made of the Nth Metal. Him and his love, Princess Chiara. Something about the metal, when it killed them, transformed their souls and started a reincarnation cycle. Yes. Yes. So, from that point on, Khufu and Chiara were reborn countless times throughout history, destined each time to find each other, fall in love, and die before their love could truly go on. So, like, the moment they truly bond to each other, they are destined to die. 
This, okay, this equally sounds like the most cool DC Comics origin ever. Because let's be honest, that rules. Yeah. That rules. But it also sounds like something an overambitious high schooler would write. And I think that's relevant to when we haven't liked Hawkman before now. Because, I mean, well, no, actually, we'll talk about that later. I need to tell you more. Because that's the OG. The New 52 changes all of that drastically. Hawkman's first okay. life in the New 52 was as Qatar Deathbringer, the general of an army of winged humanoids known as the Deathbringers. Their goal was to basically commit enough genocide to allow an evil entity known as Lord of Beyond the Void to cross over into our plane of existence. What? the heck yeah so they they were making enough sacrifices like planets worth of sacrifices to bring the lord beyond the void over here while preparing the final sacrifice he was visited by a literally angelic woman named shara like s-h-r-r-a and shara made him feel enough guilt about it that he sacrificed himself to seal the rest of the Deathbringer army on the other side of the void and save the universe. What? Then. On. Uh, save it. Save it. Because there's. It's going to get a little oh. more buck wild for you, buddy. After his what? death, Qatar met God himself, who offered him a chance at redemption by reincarnating throughout time and space until he had saved as many lives as he had taken. And when he agreed, both he and Shara were cursed with the gift of reincarnation with that purpose, to save as many lives as he had taken. Yeah, it was described by the writer as kind of a reverse Lucifer situation of a being who is made to be evil and awful finding change and redemption and being good eventually. And I think that's a neat character concept. Uh, listeners, I'm sure Cordell edited down the pause that was left after he finished. Oh, he did. Telling he me did. this origin. And before I started making unintelligible noises out of pure confusion, I just want to yep. let you know, it was a good 10 15 seconds of nothing because what even like this is equally the coolest thing ever and yep. yet the most confusing convoluted origin yeah i i imagine it makes more sense if you read it and watch it happen rather than having me like explain it because a lot of plots are that way if you try to just talk it out it doesn't make sense at the same time though i think ancient Deathbringer cursed to redeem himself is cooler than ancient prince destined to fall in love and die. I think both are cool, but okay, this is the kind of plot line that if if okay, if a seventh grader came up to me and said, I wrote this plot line and gave this to me, I would look at them and be like, Cool, bud, and then throw it in the trash and never touch it again. <laughs> That's just where we're at right now. Yeah. I, like, I, that's how it is. For me, it gets better. We'll see what you think. Um, nowadays, 
in his current iteration in both the original and the new 52, he is Carter Hall, who is an archaeologist and a superhero. In the new 52, his primary goal and trajectory has been to unlock the secrets of the nth metal and to learn the truth behind his reincarnation. Because he's like plagued by dreams of some other world, some other life. He's haunted by dreams. He's being hunted. And he's just trying to figure out what's causing all this. Okay. Yeah. Moving on now. Powers, again, they're large differences between the original and the new both the old and new hawkman wield the nth metal which is called psycho reactive basically it'll change and do what the wearer needs it to do based on their thoughts and things um and the nth metal has anti-gravity properties which is how hawkman actually flies it's not his wings oh yeah okay in the original hawkman he had boots and a belt that were made of the nth metal, and those let him fly. And then sometimes his wings that he had were laced with the nth metal to let him fly, but he never needed to flap them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And in the new Hawkman, the nth metal is literally, like, laced within his body itself, so that's how he flies. What? This is wild! Yeah, yeah. The OG Hawkman... This is... Um, <laughs> Like I said, just had objects made of the nth metal. You know, he had his iconic mace. He had the boots with the fur. The apple bottom jeans. The apple bottom jeans laced with nth metal that allowed him to hit the flow yeah. and drop it low. Um, but he also I mean, Next had... thing you know. Hawkman got low, 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 low. Low, 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 low. OG Hawkman was a lot more magic oriented, as you could tell, given his origin. Um... He was a priest in past lives, so he could literally bless objects. Like, there was a time when he fought off some vampires by blessing the sprinkler system in the building to turn it into holy water and setting what it off. What the heck? Yeah. What the heck? He did the meme. He did the meme. Yeah, yeah. And he could also... Gosh. OG Hawkman could breathe underwater because Poseidon blessed him. And stuff like that. So very cheesy, very eclectic. (laughs) The new 52 Hawkman has a lot more going on. Like I said, he's literally got the metal like in his body and can do a lot more with it because they expanded what the metal itself is and can do. Ready for the list? Okay. Gravity negation. Flight heat generation, self-sustenance, symbiosis, metamorphosis, regeneration, reincarnation, resurrection, magic negation, energy transference, power augmentation, emotion control, adaptation, healing nullification, cosmic awareness, dimensional travel, portal creation, chronokinesis, time travel, and summoning. I I have no words uh, because they took... A character that I thought of as lame, as bad, yep, as uncool. Hawkman might be cool. I I think they made I, him cool. I, mm, I may need more convincing. I think I can get you there. But if I had to describe the changes they made to the metal, like in short, like mm-hmm. really boil it down... It Mm -hmm. now acts very similar to the symbiotes in Marvel, but with no personality of its own. 
and with a lot of extra little pieces here and there. I can get behind it. I can dig it. So, like, it it can react, like, if someone attacks you from behind, the metal can come out of his body and defend him from it. That's gotta be painful, though. Well, I mean, it's kind of part of him now. The whole Wolverine's claws debate, I don't know. Yeah. It can also help him regrow limbs, so if, like, if someone cut off his leg, the metal could take the shape of a leg long enough to help the leg regrow. This is wild. This is, like, so we're talking... Putting this in a different nth metal is essentially becoming Ethereum. Like the thing like in the magic, magic. Gathering, like yeah, a moving yeah. living metal. Basically, um, it it also, like we said, it can affect gravity for itself, but also for the objects you're holding, which is why they can carry so much, because it can literally decrease gravity's effect on the object they're carrying. It can store kind of kinetic energy, a little bit similar to Black Panther's armor in the mcu because it's helped him reincarnate he can also kind of look back on and remember things from past lives and they've even started to touch on the fact that it could allow him to do something sort of time travel-y to go back and talk with his past life selves this is wild yeah so now that i've done probably yeah a good 15 minutes of talking about all the new stuff you want to start that good old drum fill i already have pre-recorded the, well i know that was are... that was me queuing up the drum fill to start okay. whenever i edit and then you just come in and sing the ending oh The Super Science Corner. There we go. We don't need to edit that. No, that, that was perfect. Out. That's that, where that was. That was beautiful. This is. So, we put the sense in nonsense. This, yeah. <laughs> so I have a question this week, and obviously because we don't have nth metal in our real world, so how are we gonna make a boy fly? Jetpack. Yeah, but I wanted to see. How would wings actually work oh, on a no. human? Oh no, we don't have hollow bones. We don't have all the extra lungs. So, oh no. I actually went in to look up Carter Hall is six foot one and 195 pounds. Oh, he's pretty light, actually. Like, yeah, he's pretty light. He's not absolutely ripped. He's not humongous. But even then, how much how much wing does this boy have to have? That's got to be like 12 feet, And what right? all has to happen? Oh, bud. Okay, okay, you hit me. You hit me. You do it. Tell me. So Yale actually did a study over this, and they went in and took in every theoretical thing that would have to happen. First of all, for a human to fly with wings, there would have to be major surgeries, even for the lightest of humans, because we're not meant to fly. Bones would have to be hollowed out to a certain point where we would still be able to produce marrow or still be able to produce everything that marrow Mm -hmm. produces without having the excess weight. Our musculature would have to be reshaped to put Mm -hmm. more support in the back and to uh, lean it up to where we're able to actually, you know, like go Mm -hmm. basically make it mimic a bird alternate. But at the same time, well, reshaping the muscles we still that human would have to be absolutely ripped as anyone not just 
anyone that is average, which we will say Hawkman being six foot one, 195 pounds, thin, but still average. The wingspan would have to be seven meters or 23 feet. Like across? To even be across. Wow. And proportional of like top to bottom. Just to be able to produce enough lift to get him off the ground. The actual flight part, though, is where it gets insane. Because at that point, the wings would be so heavy that they would actually want to separate from the body at all times unless you had the musculature to do it. The energy that it would take to flap the wings to be able to fly would put you on a calorie diet that is nearly 40 times the one of, like, the... Of most intense bodybuilders we're not meant to fly we're not meant to fly so all of this led me to ask the question so how can we make this boy fly and the answer is we absolutely cannot make a boy fly we just can't make a boy fly <laughs> we can't make a boy fly it is absolutely not gonna happen i will say two two th- two thoughts occur to me one on the like actual ways to make human fly front, they now have rescue jetpacks that people can like suit up with, say a person stranded on like a summit of a mountain. Mm-hmm. This jetpack can get you over the like up the land like four or five times faster to land to them and do emergency medical treatment while the helicopter gets there. That's pretty sick. So we've we've got some real life flight stuff, just never with wings. Never with wings. The other one that twenty three feet. That's insane. The other thing that comes to my mind though is that birds don't just have hollow bones and wings. Birds also have four sets of lungs that can literally circle breathe. So a bird can always be taking in air and processing oxygen. And not only do those lungs help it breathe constantly, they also oxygenate it more and keep it lighter. Birds also have a cloaca instead of like all of our sphincters and such for eliminating waste, which keeps Uh them lighter because they don't hold waste when they're flying. So like outside of the musculature stuff alone, we lack all the adaptations to even kind of get us close to doing it efficiently. Cloacas are not on humans. No. So boys don't fly. Boys don't fly. That'll be a t-shirt at some point. I just want to see, like, the bottom of the t-shirt. It's like a line, and Hawkman is just, like, plummeting to the ground, and then above it, it's just, like, Comic Sans. It just says, boys, boys don't, don't fly. fly. They just don't. Boys don't fly. Moving on to team affiliations, OG Hawkman was in Justice League, All-Star Squadron, United States Army Air Corps, Freedom Fighters, Black Lantern Corps, White Lantern Corps, Justice Arcana, Justice Society of America, and Justice Society International. He was also in Boys Don't Fly. Yeah, Boys Don't Fly was a support group for men with the delusion of flying. Yeah. New 52 Hawkman has been in the Guild of Detection, Justice League, Council of Immortals, Barbados, not the country, but another dimension, Justice Society of America, and All-Star Squadron. And Boys Don't Fly. And Boys Don't Fly. Yeah, I learned that they uh, they had kind of a Batman storyline where there was this evil Bat God dude that claimed to be the Bat Bruce Wayne saw when he like got scared of bats, 
And this guy's name was Barbados or Barbados, but it just looks like Barbados oh with a gosh. T. Ridiculous, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. Also, Hawkman got turned into like a big angry evil bird guy by Barbados. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, that actually is kind of fun. I mean, it's Honestly. it's the kind of cheesy comic stuff you really hope for. Like, as much as we like to talk about taking it seriously, you want the kind of stuff like a villain named Barbados. Yeah, you really do kind of want that stuff. Um, Speaking of cool names, let's just go in. Family Tree, he's married to Hot Girl in Prume, or like he's always been with Hot Girl in every iteration. That's yeah. just how it happens. He also, at least the original one, I don't know about the New 52 because... I didn't think to look into the new 52, to be honest with you guys. Uh, his The original version has two kids whose super names are the coolest super names ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because their names are Dr. Fate 4 and Northwind, who also has flying powers, which is you know, Northwind. Ah, cool. I just want to just let's just take a second and sit with Doctor Fate Four. Yeah, there was also a version I think that had a kid, and he became oh one of them became Silver Scarab by having like a suit of powered armor just made so cool. out of nth metal. It's just so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Big Cordell! I think I know the I think I know the answer. What about those ammo and tangos? So for them, Ammo and Tangos, short for Amorous Entanglements, for those fancier among us, this is the shortest category I've got for this character. OG Hawkman always ended up with Shiara, Shiara Sanders, who was the reincarnation of the original princess. And then New 52 Hawkman is with Shiara Tall, who is the reincarnation of... The angel lady that Shira. Shira, yeah, and there, so the new one kept the same love throughout all their lifetimes things, but made it less of a destined to die thing. But I kind of like the destined to die thing. I do have thoughts on it, but we're not there yet. Fair enough. Moving on to retcon. We're at the we're at this section where I get scared. If we count the new fifty two as a retcon and I think we do, then Mm -hmm. there are far too many to mention. Even if we don't count it, though, there are still far too many to mention. Hawkman has a notoriously convoluted history that has been changed dozens of times throughout his almost 90-year run as a character. So I'm... Yeah. I'm not even going to try to list it. Even, like, wiki pages for him are like, this dude's complicated. Good luck. So... That's all you're getting from me. I'm not going to go into that. We've been talking about those differences all episode. Yeah, I know. I definitely think I knew going in because like, listeners, let's, let's open up every week. We just kind of one of us will we kind of switch who picks what topics they're going to do when we do a episode like this. And when Cordell texted me this week and said, yeah, I'll take retcons. I just remember looking at my phone and thinking, God bless him. I couldn't do it. (laughs) I picked all the categories I picked this week because I wanted to talk about both the OG and the new 52 one. So I picked the ones that would be the most complicated to save Caleb the trouble since I I was the one who wanted to talk about this guy. 
And I appreciate it. But Cordell, I want to hear what you think his coolest moment is. I want to hear from you first. So I honestly, after looking in, after looking it up, I, I couldn't find a lot of cool moments personally that I was like, oh, this is so cool. I love the origin for okay. real. And when you explained it, it made me love it even more. But even just knowing that the fact that both major interpretations have him be some kind of like reincarnating ever stuck in a cycle. That kind of story always fascinates me mm. because it's not Groundhog Day, but it's basically Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day, but it's an entire lifetime and it's different every time. Yep. And I love it. So for my coolest moment in the new 52 Toward the end of his run for, it was in like 2019, I think, the Deathbringers came back. So that group that he was with in his origin, they came back into our universe and were trying to do, finish the job and get the, the one beyond the void or whatever, get him into mm-hmm. our plane. Yeah. So Carter used the Nth Metal's connection to time and to his reincarnations to bring to the present a literal army of every incarnation of Hawkman from throughout the all of time and space to fight the Deathbringers. That is wild. Yes, there were there was a Hawkman from the Microverse. There was a Hawk. There was the Hawkman form when he was taken over by Barbados. There was a Hawkman from Krypton. Like every version of hawkman from throughout history a gunslinger hawkman an old west like the prince from ancient egypt all of them showed up to fight it was an army of hawkman versus an army of deathbringers that is awesome i think that's about as cool as it gets i agree what's your lamest i want you to go with why do you want me to go first why i want you to go first with the lame moment i i want you to go first Okay, here's what I wrote for my lame moment. Ready? Yeah. I'm going to read this word for it. He sucks. He sucks. I hate him. He sucks. Obviously, I wrote this before we recorded. Yeah, yeah. Um, But. Okay. That gives a good litmus test for where we are now, I think. And now, I feel like his lamest moment is the fact that they had to retcon him so much that we couldn't even talk about it. That is just lame. It's lame that you have to have such a convoluted story that even people that are devoted fans find it hard to keep up. Yeah, which is the bane of comics in general, but really bad for characters like Hawkman. Yeah, it's lame. DC, fix it. Which, to be fair, I think they did for once. I think the New 52 did a good thing. I think Hawkman now is a better character, a more focused character, a more... He's well-written, he's cooler, he's got an actual purpose beyond just living and dying all the time. Like, this one made him have stakes in his own life, and, like, the reincarnation cycle mm. is broken now. Like, after after the Deathbringer stuff, him and Shiara, like, they they broke the cycle. They are no longer reincarnating. They paid off their debt to God himself and are free. So now there's actual stakes to him as a character, too. I like it. But what's what's a lame moment? My lamest moment is pretty generic and might upset Caleb. But I think OG Hawkman was lame in general. 
because he was a romance character and romance story stuck in a universe that didn't have time for it. I don't disagree, but I also like romance characters a little well, bit. So I was, well, I, was I, I do happy too. That so there was some but, romance. No, no. Here's here's what I actually I know. Think I know Cordell it. hates love and romance. So yeah, I hate it. Never never tell Emily anything sweet ever. I'm very cold and heartless. Yep. No, I. Yep. I think it's a really cool concept to have two characters with these impossible abilities that are destined to be born again, to meet again, to fall in love, and then to be torn apart. Like, that is a fascinating story, but I don't think the DC universe ever gave it what it was due. Because if you want to read that story, then you want to see them in different lives. You want a kind of Cloud Atlas thing. I never saw that movie, but I think that's what it's about. I don't know. Maybe we should watch Cloud Atlas. Yeah, maybe we should learn what that movie is. If you if you have a two characters who are destined to be entangled every single lifetime, why do we only really see them in the current lifetime? You know, I would love to have their story actually be a focused saga of them throughout history, and I think that's why it's lame. They gave us a cool thing and that they could never deliver on with their model of storytelling. I... I I see what you're saying and I don't I don't disagree but I also still really like that original story. I loved it. I just they were never going to be able to give it what it was due. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb, you want you want to tell me about the live action adaptations? Yeah, but can I say something that you might edit out first? Sure. In the list I found of live action adaptations, there was not one, not two, but five Live action adaptations listed with actors listed that I was like, oh, these names are kind of funny. Ha ha ha. And that's because I realized they listed five adult porn parodies as actual legitimate live action adaptations of Hawkman. Five? Five. Rule 34. Goodness. (laughs) I don't don't know if we need to. I'm struggling. Should we edit this one out? Probably. It's up to you. Because, like, there's adult content exists that I think that's a thing that's, like, yes. we don't have to get in detail, but, like, five. That's a, that's a Five. Lot. I guess the storyline is, like, ripe for that. Five. Five. I. Anyway, I'm not listing those names. No, don't, don't list those names. I'll think about whether to keep this. Live action adaptations are Bill Knuckles, Jim Jackman, Michael Shanks, Sahar Benaz, and Falk Henschel. Bill Knuckles? Bill Knuckles was the first ever live-action Hawkman. What were these in? These were in just, like, so some of them, Bill Knuckles was in, like, an actual, like, weird one-off Justice League live-action TV show they tried to do, and it didn't work. Uh, Jim Jackman was in a few commercials as Hawkman when DC was struggling for cash. They had to just like mm-hmm. give up rights to things. And Hawkman was one of the first they did. Uh, Hawkman, Michael Shanks. Uh, the other three were just like in TV shows briefly as they did. You know, like Michael Shanks was in Smallville. Sahar Banaz was in Arrow. And yeah. Falk Henschel was in Flash. Okay, okay. Also, I will say 
I discovered a website while I was doing this, and it's called hawkworld.org, and it's an entire blog dedicated oh, to no, everything Oh, no, I used Hawkworld. Oh, so, I used Hawkworld. Are you kidding me? I used Hawkworld. Let's just say thank you, hawkworld.org, for your intense love for Hawkman. I kind of get it now. I, I still don't get it, but without you, probably this ec- this episode would not really exist. Yeah, yeah, I... I wanted to talk about a character because I've spent my whole life thinking Hawkman is the dumbest thing in the world, but now I'm now I'm a kind of kind of warm on him. Like I could, I'd be interested in seeing more from him. Power to you, Caleb, Cornell. It's time for not super, 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 super. I got a simple question for you this week. I have a simple answer. If you had to pick one form of precipitation to experience all day, every day for the rest of your life, which would you pick? Do we count fog? No. I hate precipitation. I do too, which is why this question's hard. Is it just localized around me or am I dooming everyone to it? Um, that's an interesting bend. Is the answer different depending on what I say? Yes. Okay. Both. Pick what, Pick your answer for each. If I'm dooming everyone to it, I'll pick snow because in like good snow. Yeah. yeah. Not like, but, but like good snow because I feel like more people enjoy that instead of me who actively hate snow. Yeah. If it's localized. If it's just, if it, if it's localized around just me, I would pick like a steady rainfall because there are ways that I can get around it. That's fair. That's fair. Cool. I'd pick snow because I like snow. I hate snow. I don't. I, I just. It's it's cold. It's cold. And it's it's bad. And it's. Ugh. There's the Arkansan coming out. Goodness gracious. As it's just. Ugh. That was not it's super. bad. I still don't understand Caleb, it. Caleb hates the snow. And that's okay. Cordell, does Hawkman live up to his potential? I mean. In the the new Hawkman, yes, and the the old one, kinda yes, but in a bad way. I'm gonna just say yes for both. I think he lives up to his potential in ways that I did not expect him to. Yeah, I I think older Hawkman just didn't have as much potential, so he met it pretty easily. And the newer one has a lot more and met it, so I'm proud of him. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But what do what you want to see? What for would you Hawkman? love? Oh uh, man, you ask me first. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to just see more of him in the new Fifty Two. Like he's really, really cool, and I think he's got a lot of potential. Again, knowing me on the like cosmic slash time travel fronts for storytelling, I always like to send characters to yeah. space. I don't know what that is, but I think Hawkman with his new like understanding of the nth metal and its temporal qualities i really think it'd be neat to have him time travel like kind of a maybe a brave in the bold style storyline where he teams up specifically with older incarnations anything like that i could dig it i could dig what it. would you like i to would see? like it uh, i want to see him die unexpectedly because now his contract is up i think that would be a really cool and hard-hitting storyline just kill him now just like I want to see actual stakes in a comic and I want to see those stakes come to fruition. 
Yeah. And it's not just because I hate Hawkman. It's just that's something comics don't do is actually play their stakes to their full extent. That's fair. But Hawkworld.org will come for you if he dies. I think they'll get you. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Hawkworld.org as a website is going to come kill me for even suggesting it. And I'm okay with that. That's the, that's your destiny in each life is to get killed really by a is. fan group. That is my destiny. And there are several potential fan groups that could come kill me. Caleb, I think I know what's coming. And just, just hit me with it, okay? Just hurt me. Just do it. Did our hero do this when duty called or did I make it up? It's time for true or false. That's right. It's a different what? segment. What? Yeah. After a lot of thinking and listeners, um, I'll explain this. I created Cordell guesses a picture to antagonize Cordell. Yeah. To the point where he was upset. Yeah. And I realized Cordell is my best friend. And I was tired of antagonizing him and making him sad. Yeah, I th- I think we also just had like kind of an antagonistic lean. We had a little more poking at each other in the beginning. But even not super is quit being about frustrating you. And it's just me asking weird questions. And I dig it. So last week, both Cordell and Sammy got the picture right. The final Cordell guesses a picture unless I bring it back in the future for special cases was Mega Man. Now, the way this game works is uh, I have tried to deep dive into some weird corners of this uh, hero's history and try and find something that was so buck wild that it wasn't even believable. Or at least that's what I want you to think. Because is this real or did I just write this and make it up? Okay. Is the is kind of the uh, point of the game. So this week... For Hawkman, Cordell, are you ready? Yeah, I like I like true or false a lot. It's like a guessing game, but fun. Hawkman in one interpretation of the character is actually not a hero at all. It's hard to even call him a villain, but instead he is a sacred guardian of the realm where worlds are born. Okay. Um Talk us through your thinking. So one, that's baller. Two, that feels believable given all the lives he's lived and i think in my research i saw the term world forge so i'm gonna say true is cordell right is cordell wrong he'll find out as the episode ends but you guys will find out next week i like this one this is really good thank you a plus buddy if you our dear listeners would like to send us in listener mail would like to answer the true or false question If you would like to just tell us what you think of Hawkman now that we've talked to him, you can do so by emailing us at justsuper616 at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter and retweet our tweets and tell friends, you could do so at justsuper616. If you want to follow Caleb Burley, the one, the only, the guy who made a new game, you could do so at awkward from 1997. If you want to follow Cordell, the one, the only, the guy who's never getting rid of Not Super ever, you could do so at Cordelicious. Thank you to the one and only Cordell Hutchison for uh, editing this week's episode and, you know, trying to figure out what to do with some of the segments in here that I really don't know what you're going to do with. Yeah, sometimes uh, it's hard to, to the... find that balance in uh, 
what's family friendly. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the one and only Haley Northington, the um superlative winner. Uh, she won all the superlatives in high school for you know trading podcast art for money with us goods and services goods and services we're big fans of that um big fans of it over here uh if you like the way we did it the the way the the way our art is and you want to look at more of her stuff you can find more of it at littlelight97.redbubble.com this show is produced by the two of us speaking to two different microphones in two different spaces. Uh, I wrote the music and the drum fill for Just Super Science Corner. Uh, anything musical in the episode, I probably wrote it. Um, and this week, there's a few ways you could be super. Yeah. Um, one thing specifically that I'll touch on, and then I'll think Cordell and I are thinking another thing as well. Um... If you are in Texas, do what you can to protect trans folks out there right now. There's a lot going on. Um, And also, if you're in Texas, really look forward to the next election cycle. Really look into it. And really consider if, if you happen to be a person who thinks that what's going on in Texas is good or okay, really consider what happens to the people that you put through this really consider what you're choosing to do to another human being because i i've got to believe you've got more compassion than that well it's really yeah. hard to come up with jokes yeah i because i don't think we should end in a joke to be honest um things are seeming pretty dark in the world right now um the issue is like the troubles in ukraine are heating up everything is yep there's a lot going on and it's a dark time so just find the people you love hold them close and do what you can to make the world a little bit brighter yep we love you guys we really really do we love you and we appreciate uh the listening the following everything stay safe out there